almost for the last 20 years, the gap between people quitting because they can get more money elsewhere or staying has always been greater, but it's never, ever been this high. It's almost double. It's all, the gap is almost double. Welcome back everyone to the Geeks, Geezers, and Googleization Show, the home of Googleization Nation, where we talk with HR and business thought leaders about the crazy shift going on all around us and explore the disruptive convergence of technology, business, and people. Here are your hosts, Ira Wolf and Jason Cochran. Hey, welcome back everyone to another episode of Geeks, Geezers, and Googleization, a show from the People Forward Network. I'm Ira Wolf, and thank you for being part of Googleization Nation. And I'm Jason Cochran. If you think this is just another podcast, think again. We're the voice of the most important, crucial conversations that are confronting business leaders and people today. And our goal is to bring you ways to reimagine tomorrow and explore the impact and convergence of business, technology, and people. And this episode of Geek Skeezers Googleization is sponsored by our partner, Y Institute, your personal and professional GPS for a meaningful life and purpose-filled career. You'll hear more about them and from them a little later on. Here's what we have in store for you today. This is a, a special episode. Our reason for hosting and producing Geek Skeezers and Googleization was never to be just another podcast. In the world of what seems like a gazillion podcasts, it's easy to get lost. So our goal is to set us, up, set us apart, to engage in conversations that you, that you want to hear and want to share with other people, to make you think differently, to help you challenge the status quo, to help you make sense of what we're living in as this never normal era, and to help find better solutions for growing and thriving in a VUCA world, V-U-C-A, volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous. We want you to trust us that when you listen, you learn, you unlearn, and you hopefully are entertained a bit. That's what got us, Geek Skeezers and Googleization, Jason and myself, into the top 1% of podcasts. So today we decided we didn't want this just to be another podcast episode. So today, our guests are us. It's Ira and Jason. And we're going to be talking about the future of Geek Skeezers and Googleization, the future of Googleization Nation, and of course, the future of work. But now it's time for our favorite segment, one of our favorite segments. They're all, they're all our favorite. They're all our babies. Perfect labor story. So on each segment, we focus on just one disruptive, surprising and worrisome trend that we believe you should know. So here's our perfect labor storm trend for today. We keep talking about never normal and the data keeps proving we're right. So just yesterday, the Bureau of Labor Statistics released the newest data about job vacancies, quits and layoffs. Now put this in perspective, we still have the highest inflation we've had in nearly 40 years, still hovering around 7%, down from almost nine, but still about seven. Um, mortgage rates exceeded uh, uh, 7%, forgot what number, uh, 7% for the first time in over 20 years. And yet 
At the same time, despite the Fed doing what they need to do and all this threats of a recession, the number of vacancies in the U.S. rose, the number of vacancies rose by over 400,000 to almost 11 million. So that's up almost a million since August. So at the time when everybody suspected these vacancies, nobody would be hiring, people would, companies would be cutting back. Uh, the numbers went up. The The number of openings still is as, is a level high, as high as it was at the end of 2021. Uh, the You might be wondering what are some of the industries that are most affected? Well, accommodation and food services. Uh, if we have a recession, we'd expect that would come back a little bit. But healthcare and social assistance, still 115,000 workers short. Transportation, warehousing, and utilities, 111,000 short. Uh, the number of hot new hires was down a little bit, but the number of separations, which is the number of quits, layoffs, and discharges also declined. So there were fewer people being laid off. There was a small, uh, there was somewhat of a smaller number. It dropped to uh, from 4.5 to 4.1 million people that were quitting their jobs, but that is still well over the 2.5 million that we had pre-pandemic. So Jason, we still have, uh, it's still never normal. There's none of the stats that are coming out, none of the trends seem to make sense of how a traditional down, economic downturn recession uh, is gonna look. Uh, and we're, we're gonna be talking more about that. And it makes me think of a, a song from a group, Green Day. Things always uh, tend to revert back to music with me, don't they, Ira? But the Green Day has a song, Walking Contradiction. And all of the data, the, the survey of the landscape of what you just shared, makes it abundantly clear. Anyone who thought, we just need to wait this out if you're an organizational leader and things are going to return back to the way they were in 2019, I hope you're starting to, to realize that's a facade. That's never happening. Like the, the economy is shaping and shifting in ways that not only are showing echoes and ripple effects of what happened from COVID, but as we talked about with Dick Beauvais and Matthew Alstein um, from Odeon Capital just a few weeks ago, Dick Beauvais has seen this type of stuff for 40 years and he said the economy is evolving and the way that we measure things is evolving. For example, we have more folks that may be participating in the creator economy, the gig economy. And so traditional ways of how we're measuring full-time employment and how people engage at work, those things are up in the air and they're rapidly changing. And then there's going to be certain industries that do have to get up to speed with automation and making sure that automation is replacing certain types of job functions or even job positions um, when it comes to uh, you know jobs where you're, you're just talking about repetitive type of work. Um, because folks are not going to go back to those kind of jobs anymore. This is the knowledge economy now. This is about highly skilled labor and us making sure we're leveraging technology and automation to take care of the other things that we traditionally have relied on lower skilled labor to do. Um, people are very adaptable. People are very intelligent. We can equip people with the skills, but we definitely have to get people up to speed on those things. And why is all this important? How does this tie into Geek Skeezers Googleization. Well, our show is about the future of work. And as Iris said, that's our focus of, of us being a trusted voice and advisors that come alongside you, giving you not only the, the latest information 
and trends on what's happening to prepare your business for the future of work, but also bringing the top guests and doing it in exciting formats and styles that not only captivate your attention, but call you to action, that give you very actionable steps and things to do um, and connected with these experts throughout the world to help you take your business and organization into the future. Because just as we, we discussed, things are not going to go back to the 2019 levels. And just a, a few additional things to layer in to what you just shared around the perfect labor storm data, Ira, unionization this year is up big time. In fact, I just saw in your neck of the woods, Philadelphia, Home Depot, the, the results are going to be coming in on Saturday, potentially the first Home Depot store that will have a union. Those results are anticipated there in Philadelphia um, on this upcoming Saturday. And listen to this other list of organizations that have experienced unionization efforts this year for the very first time. Some of those other organizations include Amazon, Starbucks, Chipotle, Trader Joe's, REI, Medieval Times, and Apple stores, just to name a few. And so this, this shifting landscape is a lot of, of folks, employees, reimagining work in their lives. And organizations must respond and adapt to that. You can't just bury your heads in the sand and say, we're going to continue to operate the way we did in 2019. Eventually, people will be miserable enough or need money enough that they'll come back to work. No, and nor do you want people coming back to work in that type of mindset or that type of state, because then what type of work is gonna be produced? What type of culture are they contributing to? And so we've got a lot of work still to do and we're excited and we're here for it, but we still have a lot of work to do to help folks understand these uh, confluence of changes are not going anywhere and we've got to continue looking for the latest research and evidence and practices out there that we can bring to you to help you thrive in these these times that seem to be a walking contradiction. I was flipping through this the report, this new report from the Burning Glass Institute. It's titled the uh, U.S. Labor Market Outlook, November 20, uh, 2022. Uh, and our uh, good friend, Chief Economist uh, Gad Levinen, who will be back with us, by the way, in January. So we're excited to have him back. And him and Mac, uh, Max Sigelman from Burning Glass Institute uh, really just produced extraordinary data. Uh, and if you're not following Gad, I'd highly recommend you, you do that as well as us or follow us and you'll see all this all, all because we reshare so much of what he does. Uh, but you, you just talked about uh, you know, we we talked we talked about living in this never normal world, and the expectation is, and this is what the Fed's expectation is, uh, is that if they raise interest rates, uh, the price of goods becomes higher, the economy slows down, the demand is less, people spend more, people don't hire as many people, and so on and so on. And this the, the, those rules seem to be thrown out. There's a couple interesting twists he has there that that the wage the, that the increases in wages that we have are really just catching up from the past. So it, it's it's not that it's driving inflation, it's contributing to it, but it's not that, oh, the demand for labor is so high and, and that the wage is 
caused the increase, caused the inflation. They're just trying to keep the pace. They're trying to, to make sure that people, if they show up for work, they have enough to put food on their table. But there was also a really interesting graph. And, and I'm going to, um, I just shared this in the comments. So if you're watching this on LinkedIn or uh, Twitter or uh, Facebook, uh, YouTube, uh, you'll be able to get that. We'll make sure that this link is also provided in the podcast notes if you, if you are listening to it afterwards. Um, but they have a graph and it talks about uh, the gap between wage growth of job switchers and job stayers. Okay. So job people, job stayers are the people who stick with their job. They're the loyal employees. They're the people who don't leave. And, and over time, employers have taken advantage of them. They're there. We're going to give you a quarter increase or a dollar increase, or we'll give you a half a day off Friday or, or whatever, you know, little tweaks to it. But at the end of the day, they're not taking home a lot more money. So in, in tight times, the his, history of it's been, and they go back all the way to 1997, that when the labor market's tight, that the gap between the wages that job switchers get and job stayers get widens. And then, you know, you, you, we can look at, there's a place here in 2008 and 2009 during the Great Recession, and it, it's one of the only times it actually fell below the margin, is that employers could pay people less because people needed a job. We, we had high unemployment. The economy was horrible. Uh, it also happened around 2002 and three, right after 9-11. It was a little easy time, and there was a little bit of a blip there. But almost for the last 20 years, the gap between people quitting because they can get more money elsewhere or staying um, has always been uh, greater. But it's never, ever been this high. It's almost double. It's all, the gap is almost double, wow. which means people, and there's a whole other story we can talk about there. Because I, I, I know what's going on, I'm sure you know too, of what's going on in people's head, is that people are leaving because they can get a lot more money working for another employer because their own employers aren't recognizing them, they're not rewarding them, they're not compensating them fairly. Uh, if you live in the city, in, in New York City, that may go away today with, with pay, or as of yesterday, uh, beginning of the month, with pay transparency. So everybody's going to know what everybody makes. Um, so that should be really interesting. Another, and I'm sure that's going to spread. Um, now, there is a problem with just people leaving and going to another organization to get higher wages, because we also have the great regret. We have the great, res the great resignation, but we have the great regret. And the great regret is people left and they said, you know, if I can make another $10,000 or I can make another 50 cents or another $100,000, whatever your pay pay level was, um, I can put up with anything. If I have to put up with that, sure, for another 25000 a year, I'll put up with it. And guess what? Toxic cultures are toxic cultures. Bad bosses are bad bosses. If, if, so there's 50, up to 50%, some of the studies say, of people who have left their jobs for money regret it. But so money doesn't solve the problem. But it's still now costing the new employer a lot more money to have the employ uh, that employer. And the the curious thing I always had about this, I've talked about this for years and years and years, and it just wasn't that much of an issue because the economy had its ebbs and flows and it played by the rules, is that 
to replace an employee costs a lot more. It costs a lot of money. And it often costs a lot more because the person you hired who's not familiar with your culture, may not have the, all the training that, that this person had, may not have all the business intelligence about your business they had. When you lose a top talent or sometimes even an average talent, but they, they're familiar with the people, they're familiar with the routines, you bring somebody new on and pay them what you could have paid your the previous employee. And I don't know, maybe some lessons are tough to to learn, but we see, but right now I thought that was shocking. The the graph just goes straight up, uh, and it's almost double uh, what it was just ten years ago. Uh, the gap between people quitting to do the exact same job in another company, they get um, they get more money, and then the the company that lost them is trying to figure it all out and paying more money anyway to get somebody new in. Yeah, and I think I've seen where some companies are calling it a retention bonus, that if you stay with the company, you're getting a bonus, which, hey, whatever you want to call it, that's fine. But kudos to those organizations that are realizing that there's a significant cost there to lose institutional knowledge, high quality workers that are contributing to the culture, um, and, and that you have to do things that you haven't done before in order to keep pace with, as you put it, Ira, this economy that is not playing by the rules um, currently. Uh, but it's all part of the, the evolution process, with I, which I think is fascinating because we are uh, kind of sprinting. I guess we're not walking, we're sprinting into a new world economy of how things are gonna be done in terms of how services are delivered, in terms of how people are working, in terms of when they are working. Um, and to, to me, it's all fascinating, but also it is frustrating. And this kind of takes us full circle, Ira, of back to some of the, the exciting announcements that we have as a, a trusted voice um, and, and purveyor of content on the future of work. We've been listening to you, Googleization Nation, uh, and we know and have heard a lot of the pains and struggles of what you're going through as you're trying to adapt and keep up with all of the change that's coming in terms of how you lead your organization, continue to drive value in the marketplace. And so with that, we're very excited to announce one of the things that we're gonna be rolling out. In fact, at the end of this month, late November, we are launching a brand new mini series or sub-series rather on Geek Skeezers Googleization called GGG Unleashed. And these are going to be miniature episodes from some of the best thought partners in the world that are around this idea of the future of work and preparing you for the future of work. And where this came from was so many times Ira and I at the end of a show would be like, that went way too fast. We've barely scratched the surface here. We heard that from you as well. So our way of helping now is we're going to dive in over the course of a year with these thought partners and we're going to dive in deeper on some of these topics that matter to you and ira's got a trailer uh, that we're going to play here that's going to tee this up and let you know what to expect here in the weeks ahead with the new sub-series ggg unleashed i'm so excited about i mean the people that we've got lined up i mean some of our our partners you know we're going to be talking about resilience disruptive leadership with Avanti, you've heard us men heard both of us mention that so many times. We're going to be talking about the everywhere workplace, uh, cybersecurity, 
um, the digital employee experience. Uh, so there, these are just some of the topics that are coming, but we, we can talk all day about this, but uh, we have our new trailer. Really excited about that. You'll be, and so for anybody that's interested, uh, we're going to play that. Uh, it's only about two, two, about two minutes or so. And uh, this is the premiere. So you're the first to hear it. Hello, Googleization Nation. I'm Ira Wolf. And I'm Jason Cochran. And we are your co-hosts of the Geek, Skeezers, and Googleization podcast. It's hard to believe that it's been four years since our first Geek, Skeezers, and Googleization broadcast. It feels like it was only yesterday. We were anxiously anticipating its debut, not knowing what to expect, if anyone would listen. But here we are four years later and beginning our fifth season stronger than ever. We've come a long way together. And just as we focused on helping you adapt, grow, and thrive in this never normal world, Geek Skeezers and Googleization is adapting, growing, and thriving too. We are now in the top 1% of all podcasts in the world in popularity, berated by Thinkers360 as a top 100 thought leader podcast. We've cracked the top 100 podcasts in the category of business management on a few occasions too. And stay tuned for our big announcement about our first podcast award later this fall. None of this would be possible without our loyal listeners, whom we affectionately refer to as Googleization Nation, as well as our fabulous guests, and of course, our partners at the People Forward Network. And that's why we're excited to share that we are doubling down and giving you more of the best content from the leading thought leaders in the world in a new and exciting way. We're calling it GGG Unleashed. In addition to our full-length GGG live episodes that we'll continue doing each week, the new GGG Unleashed series will bring you consistent monthly thought leaders in a condensed format in areas related to the future of work. If you're like us, you're busy. And who has the time to listen to another lengthy podcast? Well, enter GGG Unleashed. Each GGG Unleashed episode will be no longer than 15 minutes. This means you can easily listen to a full episode during a work break, or maybe when you're driving your car, or at the gym, or on a long walk, and still have a chance to listen to another podcast, another song, or your next audiobook. So, if you're looking for a quick, thought-provoking listen that won't take up too much of your time, you're gonna need to check out our new series, GGG Unleashed. You'll find it wherever you listen to Geek Skeezers and Googleization and all of your favorite podcasts. And remember, don't let the shift hit your plans. We can't wait to, to bring this to Googleization Nation. And so, if you're curious, where do you listen to these? Same place you listen to the regular Geek Skeezers Googleization podcast. There's literally nothing else that you need to do. These will be in the feed uh, starting later this month. And these are going to be uh, shorter episodes, 15 minutes. You can think of them almost like audio TED Talks from some of these top thought partners in the world on the topics that Ira already mentioned. So that is one of the exciting announcements that we have as we close out this year and head into 2023 is that we're gonna be bringing you more content each month uh, in the Geek Skeezers Googleization podcast feed on these topics that relate to preparing you with the right skills and knowledge and expertise for the future of work. So be on the lookout for that. We'll continue announcing it, but GGG Unleashed is gonna be the, the name of that new sub-series. And, and speaking of that, I mean, we're looking at having a few uh, panels 
Uh, we've had so many great guests and many of them share similar, but some of them have different provocative uh, ways to look at it or some different streams of thought or different area of expertise around the same subject, whether it's leadership or hybrid work or diversity, culture, experience. And uh, one of those events uh, we're having in on November 17th, we sponsored one in September. Uh, Jason, you mentioned them just a few minutes ago uh, with Dick Beauvais and Matt Van Alstein and also with John uh, Aiden Byrne, uh, who's the host of Dig Life Deep, and he's all the he's also the host of Odeon Capital Conversations. Um, that's a lot. It's <laughs> a lot to say there. Needless to say, Dick's been in this business as um, as an economic forecaster as labor and labor markets for fifty years. I think you said forty before, but it's fifty years, and he's never seen. I mean, he admits he's never seen anything like it this time. Well, all the earnings reports, everything will be over, uh, and we'll have the new unemployment, uh, the new employment reports, the new data that'll be coming out. Uh, but on November 17th, uh, this is a special episode, different time, different day, November 17th at 11 a.m., uh, we'll be hosting uh, Dick and Matt and John again uh, for another episode. So we're going to be talking about what's going on now. But more importantly is, because we're almost at the end of the year, hard to believe, what it's going to be like in the first quarter of 2023 and beyond. Because predictions are that may we may or may not have a recession in 2023, but most predictions are the labor market's still going to be pretty tight. Uh, and uh, again, nobody has a crystal ball. I think Dick said last time it's very tough to to go in and, and nobody has uh, any, any magic solutions or... or or um, to put their finger on this, but um, you're going to hear from some, some of the best minds in the business of what's happening. But that's just the beginning. So we're looking at having some other events, other panels uh, beginning in 2023. Absolutely. And, and that reminds me, Ira, that same day, November 17th, we had a friend of the show reach out to us, Dave Ulrich. Uh, for many of you who are uh, HR leaders, CEOs of organizations, you're familiar with Dave. He's the father of modern HR, um, one of the most brilliant minds, recognized leaders in the world, uh, particularly of helping HR transform and deliver value in the future of work. And on November 17th at one o'clock Eastern time in the afternoon, so just a couple hours after our event, you can learn about the economy. Then you can also join a webcast with Dave Ulrich, Norm Smallwood, um, leaders at RBL Group were their partners, along with some other international thought leaders. And they're going to be talking about human capability and company performance. And in particular, what they're going to be disclosing are research and findings that they've found on HR's impact on value creation in business. So join us on Geek Skeezers Googleization for our panel event November 17th at 11 o'clock Eastern time with Odeon Capital to get some predictions, understanding where the market's headed in terms of the economy. And then at one o'clock Eastern time that day on the 17th, we encourage you to check out uh, some things uh, related to the webcast that Dave Ulrich and Norm Smallwood and many other thought partners are leading on HR, uh, delivering value in the marketplace around human capability as we look toward the, the future of work. The other thing that's exciting for us, so we have GGG Unleashed, Ira, that's coming out later this month where we're digging in deeper on these future of work topics in a smaller condensed format with these thought partners. The other thing that's really exciting is Googleization Nation. Googleization Nation, our membership, our community has grown tremendously 
over this year. And what we are going to do is we're going to start giving a little bit more time and attention to that community um, with the outpouring of support and interest and attention um, that it's gotten. We are pulling together some really high value content pieces that are going to be part of that membership. And there's going to be different levels and different options of how you want to be a member. Um, free is going to get you access to certain things, but then there may be some uh you know, models where you pay as much as it would cost for a cup of coffee a month to get high quality content and exclusive premier content from Geek Skeezers Googleization in areas that pertain to the future of work. And so we're going to have more information coming out about Googleization Nation. But for now, if you're following the stream, I'm going to drop the uh, URL here in the comments. If you have not joined Googleization Nation, which is our community, you can do so by going to googleizationnation.com. And all you have to do is put in your name and email address, and you'll be able to join as a, a free member. And then we're going to have some exciting announcements about offerings and services that'll be part of that membership here coming up soon in the weeks ahead as well. Ira, I know you have been super excited about this as well um, because Googleization Nation has been around for a while, but to see how it's taken off in particular, you know, over the last year um, to the point where we now have a fully engaged community, it's got to be really exciting for where you've seen it from where it started to where it is now. Oh, absolutely. And, it, you know, I, I just finished a, a an interview and it was about entrepreneurship and what was one of some of the greatest achievements. And as an entre entrepreneur, uh, it's certainly starting something from scratch, from nothing. So zero members, people didn't know what Googleization Nation is. That wasn't my initial vision of that, but it was, hey, we're building a community. We got a lot of people and, you know, one by one, you, you, you literally build it one at a time. Uh, and people have a lot of distractions. They have a lot of places they can join every day. We're probably inundated with 5, 10, 15, 20 different organizations we can join so we really appreciate everybody's done it but uh, absolutely i mean that's that's the pride and joy of of an entrepreneur uh, uh especially this entrepreneur uh and many entrepreneurs is starting from scratch starting from nothing starting from an idea and other people listen and they follow and they like it and and we go from there so i'm really excited and uh, really excited also with the timing because we're going to be giving away for any anybody who subscribes uh, now, now, if you're already a member, watch for an email and you'll be able to enter into a contest to win a copy of the new book, Create Great Culture in a Remote World. So for the next 10 days, we're going to be giving away a, a book a day uh, for, uh, for anybody who subscribes. And for existing members, we're going to do the same. Uh, so you just have to enter once and then every day there'll be another drawing and uh, we'll, I'll send you a signed copy of the book. And, and for anybody who wants to learn more about it, last week's show, uh, we had the three other authors uh, on there. So it's a co-authored book, uh, three business coaches uh, and myself got together and we produced this book and great insights. It was really a, a, an incredible story. It's also a great story because we never met each other. We did this virtually. We did this, we collaborated, but we did it independently. And it came out and we all had a slightly different take on it, but it all meshed in and it worked. Um, so um, create great culture in a remote world. Uh, if you wanna enter that, uh, all you need to do is go to googleizationnation.com on the upper right side, uh, join 
us and you can, you'll immediate, all we need is a name and an email, first name and an email. Uh, you'll, you'll receive an email shortly after that. And in there, there will be the code that you can text to and you'll be entered into uh, the contest. And we'll be excited to get those out. So uh, that's just one of the many things that are going on. Uh, we have a few more things to talk about when we come back, but uh, looking forward to that. Um, but we are at the bottom of the hour again. That went in, in crazy fast. We're going to have to have ourselves back there, Jason. Uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> did a good job. At least we entertained our, ourselves. Hopefully we entertained right. the audience. Uh, but we're going to take a quick break. We're going to hear from our, our two sponsors, and then we will be right back. So stay tuned. For most of us, change is freaking terrifying and unfortunately there's no app to adapt that might change in the not so distant future but for now we're on our own that means we can either accept our default future or reimagine our tomorrow for those of you who choose default good luck just remember there's no pause button for change you can't turn back the clock and there's no get out of jail free card in this age of perpetual uncertainty like it or not, change will happen all around us. And that change is not becoming just more disruptive and frequent, but volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous, or VUCA. Fortunately, you can make change work for you and turn it into your personal and competitive advantage. Reimagine your future to one in which you're living with purpose, you're happy, and you're growing, thriving, and flourishing. If you're ready to rewrite your next life chapter and regain control of your destiny in this never normal world, your journey starts here. Contact the leader in adaptability and making change work for you, your team, and your organization. Ira S. Wolf, adaptability.expert. There's a certain kind of coach who believes what we believe, who leads people to greatness, who gets people unstuck, who unlocks all of your passion, a coach who helps people discover what drives them to tap into their superpowers, that knowing your why is the first step to untap potential, to focus, to breakthroughs, a coach who's looking for a better way. Are you that coach? Hey, welcome back, everyone, to Geek Skeezers and Googleization. We got a, a, a very special episode today. It's Jason and me. Uh, we've been talking about the perfect labor storm, some of the trends, some of the updates that we're going to be having about Googleization Nation, some of the new events that we're going to be uh, having. Uh, Jason, you had mentioned one of the events with Dave Ulrich uh, and Norm Smallwood, and that's going to be sponsored by the conference board. So a lot of big hitters on that. Ram Sharan, he is considered the world's top business strategist. So we've got the, the father of modern HR, and we got the world's top global strategist, uh, on on there. Um, and uh, he again, he's just a super, super smart guy. He's a nice guy like Dave. It's, it's not high level. You don't have to be a C-suite with two MBAs to understand what he's going to be talking about. So uh, again, highly recommend uh, that, that he comes on. So 
a lot of heavy hitters that day and it should be a great podcast and uh, we're we're just recommending it. The partners that we have, we trust, but these are these are top notch people, and it could have come in a, at a better time. And then, you know, right before that, we're going to be talking about as it was we mentioned with Dick Beauvais and Matt Van Alstein and John uh, Aiden Byrne on the Odeon Capital uh, version. We're we're very honored uh, and humbled that they chose to. They're using us as the format to 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 get their message out and and help people be smarter in 2023. Absolutely. And you mentioned partners that we trust. And and obviously, as listenership has grown, we're in the top 1%. It's been incredible to be able to bring on partners who are delivering such high value, trusted content to our listenership. And one of those who you've seen over the last couple of months that's come alongside us is the Hawaii Institute. Um, you've seen the commercials that we do um, halfway through the show every Wednesday, um, around 1.30 Eastern time. And they've been a, a trusted partner for us. And we hope that that you've seen the value from that too. But what is exciting about that is, Ira, you actually had some of your students at college also that took the why. And there were some really powerful stories um, unlocked. And, and these are um, organizational change management uh, folks. These are professionals um, in the class that you're teaching. And some of the things that you shared with me once they discovered their why operating system, the testimonials were just absolutely powerful. And so we're very proud and, and happy to have Why Institute on this journey with us as well, because let's face it, Ira, if, if we were to sum up all the stuff that we talk about when it comes to the future of work, a consistent thread throughout all of that is if you don't know yourself and you're not comfortable with who you are and you know yourself on a level of knowing your why, everything else can be out of focus and out of alignment. And so it really is the first essential step in understanding yourself and understanding how you lead and guide other people in an organization toward a common cause. And that's what's been so thrilling for us is to see the number of lives already where we've gotten uh, the why in front of those folks. And you can learn more at unlockmywhy.com. That's unlockmywhy.com. Learn more about discovering your why as we've gotten this in the hand of very successful professionals, you know, folks that have, that, you know, seemed like they've had it all put together their whole life that are coming back and saying, I now feel like for the first time, I know who I am and what I'm trying to, uh, trying to, to, uh, contribute toward in life or what I'm trying to make better in life. And that has been a really powerful thing. So we're so grateful for our partners at the Y Institute for coming alongside us also. But Ira, I think you actually may have potentially that, that testimony or some things that you want to share from your class that tied into what a surreal moment it was for many of those students who were discovering their why for the first time. For 40 years, I mean, people ask you, you know, what motivates you? What keeps you doing? And you try to articulate it and be very concise, that elevator speech, you know, in 10 seconds, tell people what you do for a living or, or what, who are you besides what your job title is. And uh, I, I participated in the why just a few months ago and immediately it connected not only, and I've taken lots and lots and lots of assessments over because that was my business uh, over the years. But when I took it, it was like it within minutes, I was able to articulate 
of what I do to other people. And you you heard that even in our introduction. It got weaved into there and other people. And it's amazing how many opportunities there are to share that. But I, I just to give you a quick example how to use this, because keep, we talked about turnover, uh, quits are, are, are still high, vacancies are still high, companies want to create that culture. How do we attract the right talent? How do we keep the right talent? The bottom line is, how do you make it meaningful? Because money's not going to do it. There's no company that, especially companies uh, that are struggling to find people or industries that have low margins, they can't afford to pay salaries that are going to compete with other people. But that's not what many, many people want. Some people do, but many people just want to feel that their life is meaningful. People are struggling and they want to feel that it's meaningful. So how can you do that? Um, I, I used the why as an icebreaker in the class. That's all it was. It was just an icebreaker. Take the why, talk about what it was. How does this play out? Uh, how does it, how do you think this is going to affect you in the future? And the response I got back from every student, including some that I were told initially, uh, you know, they're, they're young or they're just not very active in class. When they shared their why, everybody was active. Everybody had a story to tell. So, you know, if you took that to a workplace and you go, well, you know, they're kind of quiet and reserved and, and, and introverted. And yet, one-on-one -on -one, when something resonated they talked out loud but one of them in particular and i'm not going to embarrass her i'm not going to share her name but this was uh a non it wasn't anonymous it was spontaneous uh i was i was linked uh i was tagged in it on a linkedin post and she shared uh this is where this discovery meant to be an icebreaker in class was so incredibly accurate as who i am as a person and what I value most in life. I've always believed in contributing to a greater cause while making a difference and leaving an impact in the lives of others around me. I love supporting others and adding value in any way I can, constantly asking those around me, how can I help? And it went on, she talked a little bit about how that resonated with her. Um, and, you know, and she made the suggestion that anybody should do this. Now she's a middle manager in a very large healthcare system that, and healthcare is struggling to give people meaning because even as a nurse, people went in to nursing and, and, and medicine and whether you're a pharmaceutical aide or a nurse aide or a technician uh, or you're the provider, you're the doctor or the nurse practitioner, the PA, uh, you went into that to help people. You went in and because of the burnout and the stress and COVID and the just everything, People are just burnt out and stressed. And to to basically within for for a healthcare, somebody in the healthcare system who has one of the highest rates of stress and burnout, to say, this is me. This 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 kind of rejuvenated me. Now I understand who I am. Now, it doesn't mean that she's gonna all of a sudden be happy in that environment. She is. I mean, she she enjoys that, um, but she has aspirations. But it's so important to understand that five minutes, in five minutes, what, what I was able to do, imagine if her employer provided that, a manager, if her manager provided that, and they can have a conversation, uh, and the, now she's pretty extroverted, but again, they have people that say, you know, these students aren't going to be very active in class. Sometimes you have to call them and pull it out, that they were engaged and said, 
this is really good. So again, just a small example of how convincing that we're on the right track and that we really have an opportunity for companies that are saying, you know, we're a small company or, you know, and we can't afford it or we've got a big company and what we can't do that for everybody. Yes, you can for both because it's affordable, it's easy, and it's just a testimony to how it works. Absolutely. And I got to see firsthand also with an organization I was working with uh, to see some of those barriers come down and team members at this organization, as they're literally taking their why and doing it in five minutes during this session and then sharing it in small groups together, how they understood each other on a, a level that they didn't before of, oh, Karen, now I understand why you ask so many questions on projects. You're, you're not trying to be annoying. It's because you're a clarifier. You want to make sure that everybody's on the same page, not only you, but everyone else before you leave, before you engage on a project. And so being able to see why to why on that level is a foundational building block to not only understanding yourself, like you said, Ari, but functioning within those teams. And the exciting part of this with, with our partnership with Y Institute is, Ira, we are actually creating then content of once you know your Y operating system, we're layering in a lot of the research, a lot of the findings, a lot of the content that we have to then help organizations coach and develop people and upskill people and how they leverage that and function better as teams. And some of that content is going to be available as part of a Googleization Nation subscription. So if you're a member, some of that premium content of once you've got your why, how do you use this to help you better understand yourself, communicate your pitch of who you are, the value that you deliver, how you function on a team, how you understand others. We're going to be providing content um, around that that's going to be part of the, the Googleization Nation membership. Um, so that's just one example of some of the premium content that we're going to be providing for you coming up in 2023. Um, that's going to be part of that special community um, that we've built, Googleization Nation. But I, I just looked at the time. I know, I know. I don't want to. I, I was just thinking. I don't want to be a buzzkill on this conversation because there's so many more things uh, to talk about, and we're we're at the end of time. We are yep. at the end of time. I, I just wanted to close with one thing because I mentioned this earlier for for those who were listening. For those who weren't, we talked about the new Burning Glass Institute report, which you can. I will put the link. Uh, the links in the in the comments if you're watching, but it uh, we'll put the link in the in the podcast for you. It's the U.S. Labor Market Outlook, November 2022, just came out by Gad Levinen, uh, the chief economist there. Um, but I shared with you because people are always puzzled by what happened to all the people? Where, where all the people go? You know, why do we have all these, why do we have this gap of 4 million jobs, more more jobs than there are people? Well, the, the one, and I did find this, the one, uh, the one graph talks about persons with with a job but not at work due to illness and it's a 12 month moving average so it's not like one week in time in up through about 2019 the average was there was under a million people somewhere between 900,000 to a million people who were work workers that they, they were employed but not at work due to illness in 2022 it's almost 1.7 million, 700,000 more. It's been, and, and since 2020, it's, it's, it's actually higher than it was during the pandemic. Wow. And that's, so not, not only now do we have long COVID, but you have people out with COVID, people are still getting the variant. You have long COVID, 
Um, we got RSV circulating around with the kids. We have influenza coming up. And then who knows what other reasons that these people are out. But we're about 70% more people are out. So that's another 700,000, 800,000 people that have jobs but aren't showing up at work. So lots more to talk about. This is what we'll be talking about every week here on Geek Excuses and Googleization uh, on our future episodes of Geek of GGG Unleashed, our new 15-minute series that's going to be coming out, and then our special events that we're planning for 2023. Absolutely. And another angle to that one, Ira, I think that we're continuing to push into is this whole aspect of mental health. And so who knows, potentially, maybe some of those numbers aren't just necessarily physical illness or sickness, but it could be the second wave of the pandemic, which is a lot of people struggling from potentially a mental health perspective now with work as well. But uh, until next time, Googleization Nation, uh, we want to thank you for being loyal listeners. Thank you for helping us get into the top 1% uh, in popularity of all podcasts in the world, top 100 in business management and top 100 in thought leadership as well. It wouldn't be possible without you and our partners at People Forward Network. And if you have not subscribed to the podcast on your favorite platform, please do so. And then also, uh, please subscribe to our community, uh, Googleization Nation. Go to googleizationnation.com. But until next time, I'm Jason Cochran signing off. And I'm Ira Wolf. And uh, one more thing, we want to have special thanks to the Y Institute for partnering with us and sponsoring the episode. Thank you for being part of Googleization Nation. If you're not, please go up and subscribe. You'll get you'll have a chance to be entered in and get a free copy of the new book, Create Great Culture and a Remote World, and watch for a lot more other contests, contests like that. And until next time, don't let the shift hit your plans. <laughs> <laughs>